what's the surf tech one going to be? I mean, in your words. Um, just a really good all-around board, whether it's dead flat or a really good bump in any direction, but it's stable, and it seems to penetrate through the chop, but it runs really good. And uh, that's just a really good board, you know. Um, I think we just got real lucky on it. And uh, It's 14, 14 by, by what? Uh, 29 and a half. Or I say 29 plus. And, uh, you know, it just has really responsive uh, rocker on it to where it, it releases nice, but it, gosh, I mean, it can just be little tiny, tiny bumps. I mean, so tiny, they're not even bumps, and you're catching them. And, uh, you know, even junk little boat wakes, you know. So it's, it's just a really neat board. Um, real excited about it. And uh, I've had several people try it, and, they, you know, at the demo day it really went well. Uh, people are real excited about it. So, in, you know, in California where you guys race, is is there trade winds and a lot of bumps or not really? Oh, it's usually flat. Some of the races have downwind, but but very few, and even then it's real iffy if you get them. When we do get a downwinder, it can really be good, but it's really, you know, it's usually a day late or a day early of the race. But uh, there is some really good downwinding, but on the race days it usually is not happening. It's usually just a flat, flat California run. How is it, uh, the board, you know, the surf tech one, going to work in Hawaii? You know, especially in, like, this Hawaii Kai run or Maliko on Maui, um, where there's, you know, quite a bit of, of um, bumps and, and, and wind, and especially, cross, you know, side shore kind of cross winds. It uh, should work pretty good from the feedback. We've sent some boards over, right? And uh, we've got some over. There were some guys trying out right now, and they've been very happy with them. And so the feedback's coming back, and from all over and uh, it's been real good uh, whereas the stand-up's changing by the day where you shape something by the time you actually put it in the water it might not be what you really wanted at the time because it's you know the sport's growing so fast and it's changing and uh, you get it's a happy medium between speed and stability whereas lay down paddleboard or knee paddling paddleboard traditionally you can handle that same board in most of the conditions um, basically a California board or a Hawaiian board. And uh, whereas the stand-up, there's that, you almost see a quiver. Hey, if it's going to be a side chop at this much, you might give up a little speed to go a little wider board. And uh, some guys are real agile, and they can handle a narrower board, and it doesn't bother them at all. Other guys can't get any direction or power unless they got total stability. So it's really a tough, tough uh, way to figure out who wants what. But uh, as long as you've got stability and speed, that's, that's going to do it. Okay. So the, the boards that are here on the island, are those customs or is that the surf tech? Uh, they were customs. There's one that uh, uh, Pete Johnson just bought. It's the one that, uh, that Brendan Shea raced in the North Shore race, the Hennessy's race. And then a friend of Mark Groshlo sent me out with Kalai Fernandez, and he just got one. Uh, I guess he put it in the water yesterday. And though, that was a, that's a 14-foot. And then Jim Rusey has a 14-footer over there uh, as well. So um, then a 16 that Petey Johnson had is the one that Brendan raced. But it's the same exact board, stretched to 16. So I've been stretching that. I started with that board at four, 12, tried a 13. It went good. Tried a 14. It went good. Went to 15. Went to 17. I did an 18, then 18.6. And, uh, you know, they're all just stretched out, and uh, they're all very stable. And uh, 
not putting a rudder on those 14-footers because they seem to drive and control and be able to uh, carry the glide without, you know, washing out. So the 14s I'm not putting rudders on. The bigger boards I'm putting rudders on. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all personal preference. I put rudders on some shorter boards as well when guys order them. What, what are you riding personally? Um, I just busted out a couple new 18.6s that I was real impressed with. In fact, one I was so worried I'd lose it on the freeway that, uh, you know, because I just wanted to get it back to the shop and figure out what made it so good. Um, yeah, I just put it in the water two days ago and really impressed with the speed. And when I first jumped on it, it was so stable, you know, before I even took a stroke on it, I thought, oh, man, how will this be fast? It's so stable. And it ended up being just super fast. And it's by far the fastest board I've made. And uh, no one's been on that one. Um, another one that's just about the same uh, I took to the demo day in Utah and had a really good response on that board for speed. And it was just as stable. So uh, I, I personally need some stability out there because I'm always on edge. I need to, I'm always thinking I'm going to fall. I'm always, you know, wasting energy, balancing. So I, I need that uh, extra stability. But uh, that was only 27 wide and it was plenty stable. How about in um, where there's a lot of ocean swell? What, how would it be, you think? Really good. In fact, uh, that's a board I'm actually uh, going to put a rudder on. I built it for a rudder, but I didn't even put a rudder on it when I tested it. So uh, I'm going to actually ship that uh, to Hawaii next week after I use it in Tahoe this weekend. And um, I want to put a GPS back on it and have a couple more guys try it just to make sure that I'm not dreaming. But it's really fast. And... Uh, my first run was just better than anything I've ever done. So I'm thinking, gosh, time time doesn't lie in the same condition. So I'm going to do a couple more test runs on it just to see how much faster it really is. How does that work then? You, are you, sh- you sending it to your team riders and they're checking it out? or is Yeah, going- I, 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 there's a bunch of guys here who have a good idea what's going on. So I build something, let them check it out, give me feedback. And uh, uh, they can give me great feedback, more, better than I can give. And Because uh, I have so many years on you know traditional laydown, prone and knee paddling that I have to really check with guys who put more time in than myself. And uh, all the stand-up stuff I'm doing is pretty much just open ocean. And so I like the bigger boards, uh, you know, 16 to 18. Got a couple 19, six, 19 uh, almost 20-foot and a 21-foot we're working on right now that have proven to really be, you know, fast. But it's not something for the everyday uh, paddling. It's kind of a specialty board. But, you know, just trying to really work on some speed and stuff for flat water. What do you think for someone, let's say, that's more or less um, novice or somewhat of a beginner that, you know, just wants to get out there and, and catch as many bumps as possible, you know, to go the distance? What would you recommend? Um, stability for sure. But, gosh, that new 14-foot we uh, have in the works right now with SurfTech is, is one of the few boards that I've shaped and tried and had it tested by so many people that, you know, normally you build a board and you're not in the stand-up world and, it, and it's already outdating itself. This board, I think, is going to be around for a long time. I, the feedback's been 100% really positive, and um, it's just the greatest all-around board. And, uh, you know, it, it just fits in the bump. It's light enough to get to, to jump it without having to take three strokes to get the speed up. Um, really easy to turn. Uh, surfs really well. Uh, carries its glide. It's just a really good board in all conditions. What is it that makes the 14 different from your other ones or, or so? Um, well, we kind of based it on uh, something, you know, uh, originally stand-up was so new that it, we were all kind of just kind of guessing. And um, I think uh, I myself got lost by going so so much 
speed that I forgot stability, or going so much stability that I forgot the speed. And um, the more I get involved in actually testing the board, the more I, the, the better feedback I get. Once I you know hear somebody tell me about it, I understand what they're talking about. So um, by having some good guys paddle the boards, it really cut cut the time down on learning what works. And uh, by being able to get them glassed in the water quick, you're saving that much time on the feedback and response before you start your next one. And uh, you know that's one problem. But you, you build a board, by the time you actually get in the water, uh, you've already lost that idea and you're moving on to something else. So it'd be real nice to be able to shape it and just put it right, you know, just dip it in a, a glue and uh, pull it out the same day and then uh, test it. And then um, you'd save all that time. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into all this anyways? Um, uh, stand-up just kind of came because a lot of my paddlers uh, were wanting to do some stand-up races and stuff or some distance touring and stuff. And uh, Because I built so many paddle boards over the years, people thought, hey, you know, those are fast. I want one of those things I can stand on. And so I was up for building them. And uh, like I say, all we got to do is be stable and go fast. And uh, that's the fine line on how much stability you want without giving up speed and vice versa. But uh, it's a huge, huge growing sport. It's growing so fast I can't believe it. And it's really hard to keep up with all those orders, but it's fun and we're doing it. For the beginners then, what kind of tips would you give them on paddling or, or uh, you know, things they should be thinking about? Um, making sure the stability is there. If they don't have stability, they're not going to have fun. And on the other hand, if you give them something so stable, they, they just can't go anywhere. There's no glide. There's no performance. So I think just testing a board. Um, I think the biggest mistake is somebody buying a board without testing it. Uh, there's so many demo days all over that, you know, when you see a board, you can actually test it before you put it in the water. And uh, that's the biggest thing I hear is, wow, you know, I, I bought this board without trying it. I should have tried something first, you know, and that's basically try something. Because some people are 180 pounds, can ride something, and somebody goes, well, you're my height weight, I'll try that, and they don't have a clue. I mean, there's so many people out there who are so good at stand-up that guys go, oh, he can do it, I can do it too. Well, some people just natural, have that natural ability. So I'd say try the board, go out and demo. You know, there's demo days all over from different manufacturers. And jump on one and try it all. Um, and you can usually do that. At demo days, there's enough different boards. You can try something before you actually buy it. Mm -hmm. You know, the 14, would it be okay for heavier guys, you know, 220, 240? Yeah, I'm 210, and we had, uh, you know, 130-pound uh, women on that board flying on it, and all the way to, there were some guys like 240, 250 on that board, and they were just stoked. And, uh, you know, I've, I've shared it with so many different people, that board, and uh, I think it's a, it's a board that's going to be around a long time. What was the um, experience like at Outdoor Retailer then? Oh, it, was, it was good. It was 100% positive feedback on the board. I've never seen so many people on stand-ups in one spot that were just pumped up and stoked. And uh, um, I think if we had more demo days across the country and all over, you know, uh, I think it's really growing even faster. I mean, it's, it's been in the ocean for a long time, but now it's going to the rivers and lakes and inland waterways and uh, reservoirs. And, I mean, gosh... It's amazing how fast that sport's growing. And there's a lot of people who want to ride waves on it. There's a lot of people who want to just go out and do some touring or long distance. And, uh, and there's a lot of people who want to do both. But the neat thing about those uh, rivers and stuff is, and lakes is it's hot out and people want to be in the water. 
And uh, you've seen a lot of people jumping off the kayaks or canoes going, gosh, I want to be part of the water. I want to be in it. And, uh, you know, it's all good. No matter what you're on out there, it's all good. But I think just the input I'm getting from people is I saw it and I had to try it and now I'm hooked. And it's, uh, it's just kind of an untapped sources. Some lakes I go to, there's plenty of people doing it. Other people, they've never even seen it. So it's kind of, we're kind of hitting different lakes and stuff. And uh, it's a, it's been great response. And every time we go, we sell all the boards. Uh, that's the problem. So we have to keep building new ones for the next demo day. But it's a great 14-foot. Really excited about it. Is there any difference when you make a board for, let's say, a California race versus, like, a Hawaii one? Yeah, extremely different board um, to a point. And there are some boards that cross over real nicely, you know, and... Uh, a board that I'm going to build here for just uh, flat water racing would be would not work very well in Hawaii, and uh, and vice versa. And if you, you can get a board that works good in both, but I do specialize some boards uh, for the sprint races that are coming up. I'm building some flat water races uh, boards that are built for just uh, flat water sprints. And then as the race gets longer, you definitely have to have stability as your body is going to start giving out. So you have to have the stability to compensate for that. So. Um, you know, the boards are uh, designed for the individual, but that 14, I think, is going to cover such a huge volume of people. It's going to cover most of the paddlers out there. So the 14 out here, you think no problem connecting the bumps? No, I don't think you have any problem connecting the bumps. And uh, the feedback from when I sent those boards over, I just said, hey, put this in the water and have some guys try and give some feedback, and the feedback was great. Oh, cool. So these guys these guys are experienced um, racers already? Uh, from experience, all the way to beginners. And... Yeah, the input was good all the way around. So if they're going to give a, a launch date, right? Or did they? No, they didn't give me an exact launch date. But uh, I've gotten so many phone calls since the demo day uh, in Utah. And uh, I'm excited about it. So Yeah, I can imagine. Because I've been, I just, I mean, I just started doing this downwind stuff. Before I looked at his drudgery, I'm like, oh, this is going to be just like running, you know. But as I, once I learned, oh, wow, once you get the timing and everything, you catch these bumps. Then it's like, oh, this is it. The surf's actually got to be good for me to want to go surfing now. <laughs> I'm still uh, pretty much, you know, a novice, even though I spent some time out there. I'm on the tail end of the learning curve. Uh, you know, I'm not fast, and I'm not. I don't have that great ability of, of balance. And I watch these guys ride the waves on it, and I'm, I just like to watch them. Uh, they're so good. If I'm going to surf, I'm still going to surf on a big longboard. But for doing downwind stuff and touring, and my goal is to do some real long-distance touring where uh, you can maybe have an escort boat covered for a few days. You know, I'd like to find the right spots to do it. But um, I really like the uh, touring and the workout and just the long-distance racing on, on the boards more than anything. And just the workout, it's, it's pretty fun. And as, as the uh, winter comes on, I don't feel like getting in the cold water. I'll do more stand-up than I will paddleboarding. But I'm still doing you know, paddleboarding uh, more more so than stand-up, try to mix it up. How'd you get into paddleboarding? Just kind of, as a kid, you know, I always heard about the Catalina Classic, uh, and it, it wasn't around when I was a kid. So when I was 16, a couple friends and I uh, went over there and paddled it, just kind of uh, on borrowed lifeguard boards. And then uh, when I moved to Hawaii after high school, there, I didn't really know of any paddling, so I moved back to California when I was 23, and... Uh, they brought back the Catalina Classic, and so I've been paddling it uh, since 1983 every year. And so it's one of those races I, I'm going to do it in, uh, next weekend, so I'm kind of hoping I can do it forever. Just uh, I'm not fast at it by any means. I just enjoy it. So then when did you start shaping boards? 
1982, I did my first paddleboard, and uh, I've raced my own boards from day one, and uh, it just kind of grew. Back then, when I shaped a board, it was like I'd shape two, and then I'd say to my buddy, hey, you want to paddle Catalina? And I'd, I'd say, well, I'll give you this board if you do it. So I had someone to do it with, and uh, it was a small group of us that were doing it. You know, it was 18 the first year I did it, and then the next year there was 19, and it was like 21, then 23, and I remember when it hit 32, it was like, wow, that's a lot of paddlers. And you knew every paddleboard that was on the coast. If you saw it, you could tell, you knew who it was. Well, now there's so many paddleboards going, it's just amazing. I mean, you can go to races with two or 300 paddlers there. And um, it's gotten so popular. I mean, and there's 70 races on our coast during the season, right here from like uh, Santa Cruz to San Diego. Anything from a peer-to-peer two-mile to a uh, you know 32-mile Catalina Classic. And uh, we're actually putting on a drag races, heat races, uh, man-on-man races where you'll be heats of 10 all on the same board. Boards are provided, and top five will advance, and it's just 200-yard dashes. And there's going to be stand-up and paddleboarding. So it's going to be really a fun, different venue where it's more of a spectator sport. And it's going to be some full grudge matches with buddies, you know, really sprinting as hard as it is distance. And so that, that'll be a fun event that we're going to be put on. So um, more than anything, I'd like to see more uh, stand-up races put on by stand-up people because there's a lot of guys like myself who'd like to race stand-up, but it's hard, you know, you got to decide what, what you can race that day. So I'd love to see if it's a short race, like a 10 o'clock in the, or, you know, race, and then a 12 o'clock race, you could do both, or a Saturday stand-up race and a Sunday battle race. But there's a lot of people that want to do both races and want to compete in both, you know, sports. So hopefully more events come where people kind of structure the event for stand-up and they can structure it along with the paddleboarders so you can do both. You're in pretty good shape, man, if you're doing two races in one day. No, I'm not in that good of shape. I just like doing it. And uh, there's a lot of guys that, you know, I've been paddling with for 20 years. And, you know, they, a lot of guys I paddle with have been around paddling. They're like, gosh, I'm not going to give up the paddling, but it sure would be fun to do both. Like, you know, do a Catalina race one weekend, and the next weekend do a stand-up or vice versa. So, uh, it, you know, you got to choose. It's kind of like, I assume it's like a skier ski his whole life, but does like snowboarding. And you got to choose what you're going to do that day, you know. Huh. Did you do the uh, Molokai race? No, I did it about five years ago, and it was real flat, a flat year. And uh, had a good run. The board worked really good, so it was okay, even though it was flat. And uh, I'm hoping to come back and do the Molokai next year. I was, uh, I'm going to train for it. And it, it comes down to, gosh, how much, how busy I am. I mean, it's so busy during the summer for paddleboards, it's hard to find time to even get in the water. But uh, maybe we can get get enough work done over the winter time and tell people to order up in advance, so that can free me up. So I, I'd love to go over and do the North Shore run and the, and the Maui run, and then do the uh, Molokai run while I'm there. That'd be fun. Would you do it on your stand-up or would you do it on your paddleboard? On my paddleboard, I I don't think I could ever make it on my stand-up. I don't know how those guys do it. Those, those guys have got some endurance on them. The neat thing about paddling is, uh, at least when you're tired, you're still laying down. You don't have a balance problem, and uh, I don't think my body would hold out that long. On your paddleboard, do you prefer having that rudder or or no? On the paddleboards, yeah, I prefer anything over fourteen feet to have a rudder. Okay, the rudder is similar to the like that little foot rudder on the F sixteen, or is it different? Um, you know, I've never personally checked it out too closely on their board, but it's probably similar on the bottom. I don't know how the mechanism works, but it's probably very similar how and how it steers. That you just touch it with your heel or your toe, and then you it, and it and it springs back to center. Yeah. So, on the bigger boards, is very important. Yeah, it, it definitely makes it easier in, in a crosswind, especially. Exactly. 
Right. Yeah, so the crosswind is very important. What's new coming out that, that we can look forward to? Um, gosh, it's changing by the day. Uh, you know, that sport, you know, the stand-up is changing, and I think you're going to see more races. I think you're going to see uh, just more people in the water doing the same stuff. I think you're going to see a lot more guys doing some distance stuff on them, building some bigger boards. Um, I'm getting a lot more orders for the big boards, 17, 18, 19 feet. Um, so I think we're going to see a good season, and uh, like I say, I'm the wrong guy to ask about the wave riders because I don't build that many of them. Most of the boards I build are 12 to 20 feet. And um, or more of the racing and touring boards, but uh, I'm getting more and more orders from the big long distance boards, so and from all around the country. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun year. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah, it's been good though. Well, that's cool. Maybe I. So I'll, I'll see if I can get in touch with Kalai. See if I can get on that board too. Yeah, and like I say, um, I'm going to be shipping a couple over there next week. Or actually, be right after Catalina. If you want to give me a call back in a week or two, I'll tell you where they're going to go, and okay. uh, I'll definitely make sure you can set up and give them, give them some runs. The bottom on it, is it going to be, is you running a concave, a flat? A on that bottom? one, we're not doing a concave. It's uh, really worked out good with a flat bottom, just a tie. I mean, you, you wouldn't even feel it unless you put a straight edge, straight edge on it. It's got a little bevel on the rail, a down rail, so it really tracks nicely and it doesn't wash out. It's got some nice tail rocker and lift, and it has kind of a, kind of a nice rocker like a gun rocker if you stretch the gun to 14 feet and that you know it really looks good as soon as you just stand out in the water and you know a lot of times you put a board on a rack and it looks different then you stand on it or you put a board in the water once you stand on it that gives you the true true look of the board well you know when you ride it is is it um is it like the other one so you want to stand a little bit back past center and then once you get going stand way in the back as a speed spot no no in fact this board you're standing more in the center on my bigger boards you're standing aft about you know, uh, a foot to 16, 18 inches back. But uh, on this board, you're more at center than, than my bigger boards. So this board, you really don't have to walk it front and front to back too much? No. Uh, it's, for whatever reason, it's just got a really good balance on it. We got lucky on this board. Uh, we were really working on something special, and sometimes you work on something special and it doesn't come out like you thought, and this came out better than we ever thought it would. And uh, it was just one of those boards that I think is going to be around a long time. I think it's going to be kind of a standard. I think it's going to be a meat and potatoes of a, a board to have. Um, I had several people try the board uh, who have been stand-up, doing stand-up for a long time, and they kind of, you know, tried my fast boards, which are much faster, but they're 18 feet, but tippy, and they're like, you know, Joe, I think this is the board for all around every day, and uh, probably get the biggest volume of people on this board, you know what I mean? Right on. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. Right on.